The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The crowds asked John the Baptist, What should we do? He said to him in reply, Whoever has two cloaks should share with a person who has none, and whoever has food should do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what should we do? He answered them, Stop collecting more than what is prescribed. Soldiers also asked him, And what is it that we should do? He told them, Do not practice extortion. Do not falsely accuse anyone. Be satisfied with your wages. Now the people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them in all, saying, I am baptizing you with water. But one mightier than I is coming, and I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Exhorting them in many other ways, he preached good news to the people. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In 587 before Christ, the Babylonians invaded Jerusalem, destroyed the city, and took all the inhabitants back to Babylon. It was known as the Great Exile. Fifty years later, the Persians came to power, and they took over the rule and governed the, the world. When the Persians went into Babylon, they told the Jews, it's okay now if you go back to Jerusalem. Rebuild your city, rebuild your nation. And the Jews, they didn't want to go back, and for good reason. Their homes were destroyed, they had no place to worship, and they had no, no public buildings for governance. Besides that, they already dug in their heels in Babylon. They were doing great. They were very successful. They were bankers and lawyers and merchants and farmers and entertainers. They didn't want to go back. But see, God wanted them to go back. So God sent the prophet Isaiah. And the prophet Isaiah exhorted them and persuaded them to go back. And this is how he persuaded them. He said, I know, I know the mountain terrain is brutal. Because what God's going to do is he's going to take the mountains and fill the valleys. He's going to make a nice road, a road that's direct and pleasant and easy access back to Jerusalem. When you get back to Jerusalem, he's going to help you rebuild the city. And then the city is going to be the light of all nations. And all nations are going to go there to, to learn and to worship the one God. But first, he's going to build the road. Now, in the New Testament, in Luke's Gospel, 
says that God is going to now build the road to salvation. <coughs> and Luke uses the road-building analogy of Isaiah. The problem is, is how do you apply the road-building analogy to Isaiah to our lives? And that's why the people go to John the Baptist. They ask him, what do we do? How do we build this road? So we can be saved. And John the Baptist said to them, well, if you have two t-shirts, that is if you have the clothing that, that covers your skin, that's closest to your skin, give to somebody that doesn't have any clothing covering their skin. Give them a t-shirt. And if they don't have any food, give them some food. And take the mountain of your wealth and fill the void of need and you will build a road to salvation. Later in the same gospel, we have the story of the rich man who had lots of t-shirts, he had lots of scrumptious food, and a poor man, Lazarus, came, and he, well, the dogs were licking his sores, which means that he didn't have any clothing covering his skin, and he didn't have any food. And unfortunately, the rich man didn't give him anything. Well, the rich man died, and he went to a place of torment. And he looked beyond, and he saw that Lazarus, the poor man, was at the bosom of Abraham having a banquet. And he couldn't go to join them because between them, there was a crevasse, there's a big hole in the ground. And the moral of the story is this. Had the rich man taken his mountain of wealth and filled the void of need, he would have built the road. He would have built the road and been able to leave his place of torment and join them in the great feast. Another story, there was a, a man who uh, got, got really, was, had a rich harvest. And he said to himself, what? What am I going to do with all this food? I know what I'll do with it. I'll hoard it all for myself. I'll build a bigger barn. Well, apparently God didn't like that idea. So he died. And the moral of the story is that when God gives us stuff, it's not for us. It's so that we can help people. And that's how you build the road to salvation. Take our mountain, fill the void of need... <laughs> and we build the road. When I first came to St. Clement's, the, I, one of my jobs was to fix the building up. It was in pretty rough shape, and I also got a beeper for the Longwood Hospitals on weekends, so I was pretty busy. After three years, I thought to myself, I don't have a life. It's all I do is work. So I thought about, I always wanted to try fly fishing. So I took this to get started. I took a fly tying class. At the end of the course, I went to the professor and I said to him, I, I've never caught a fish on a, on a fly before, now that I know how to tie them. So he invited me to join him and his friend fishing. So I did. I went there and the fly tying professor was showing me how to catch fish. And apparently his friend was really good at fly fishing because he was also instructed by the professor. Well, I had a great day and I caught my first fish on a fly rod. So I said goodbye to them, and I asked them, I says, how did you guys become such good friends? So the friend of the professor said, that, well, we knew each other years and years ago, but then my, 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 my wife took sick, and I took care of her, and I, I had to quit my job, I took early retirement, I spent all my time taking care of my wife. Years later, when my wife died, I was devastated. I, I didn't have anything. I didn't have a job, I didn't have a career, I didn't have any friends. 
Everything, was, everything I had was my wife. And the flight time professor says, yeah, I knew him 17 years ago. I hadn't even heard from him. But I got this premonition to call him. I said, why should I call him? He never called me, never sent me a card. When I called him, his wife had died a week earlier. And he was in a really bad place. And I said to him, I'm taking you fly fishing. And we've been best friends ever since. When I heard the story, you know, I, I thought that at first that they were just retired, ordinary guys. I didn't realize they were unsung heroes. One gave up everything he had to take care of the wife. The other one saved the husband by giving him what he had. Fly fishing. God gives all of us gifts. All of us, every one of us, gifts, maybe talent, treasure, time, gives us something. And what he does, when God does give us something, you might not think it's a lot, but it might be a lot for somebody else. Always hear God saying to you, it's not for you. It's so that you can help people. And that's how you build the road to salvation. Take the mountain of wealth that God has given us and fill the void of need. And we make a nice, direct, easy path to salvation.